1: McDowell Specialty Repair, Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle & Cook Mortgage LLC, and Summer's Funeral Home, Every Life Leaves a Legacy. And now, here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Skip Hall.
2: Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today we have one of our favorite guests (laughs) back once again. Her name is Joan Endicott. She's been on several times before and always has a wonderful message. And uh, no different today. You're going to be pleased with uh, what she shares about her life uh, with us this morning or this uh, today. Yeah. So um, Joan is uh, a speaker professional speaker she's an author she's a coach and uh, she's coached actually in over 30 countries so you can meet her and enjoy her encouraging messages on Facebook and on Instagram and she has a a book out of publication but I guess you can do an
0: an e-book for 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 free free.
2: (laughs) and the way to get it is uh, go to
0: uh, Go to Joan Endicott. Oh, joanendicott.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. To get your I Get To book. <laughs> to get your I Get To you book. You get to go to Joan Endicott <laughs> to get your I Get To. <laughs> and,
2: and, and, and Endicott has got two T's on it, but joanendicott.com, you can get that free ebook, I Get To. And mm-hmm. you'll get the gist of I Get To as we go through this, uh, this program this morning. So, first of all, Joan, welcome back to Game Plan for Life.
0: I'm so excited to see you again, Skip, and uh, get an update on how you're doing. And I love hearing that your book is doing so well, so I'm going to put a plug in for you Skip bet. Hall's book. It's so good.
2: Well, you know, it's, it's kind of an ideal thing for Father's Day, you know, yeah. for the mentors, the fathers. You bet. Mentors, the coaches in, in, uh, in their lives, uh, that uh, it would be a good review, and and I think something that would be, uh, you know, welcome. So absolutely. Anyway, consider that for Father's Day, and you can obviously go on Amazon and and get Coach 'em Up. Yes. By yours truly.
0: So I'm just going to make a put a plug in for that. My husband also loves this his book, and uh, that's one of the things I love about it is how you encourage leaders, just people in general, to um, be a positive influence in other people's life. So it's not – you don't have to be in sports right. to appreciate exactly. it. It's just life principles that yeah. you will really love. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's all about encouragement and, and lifting people up, coaching people mm-hmm. up. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the message that's in the book. Well, today we're going to talk to Joan about uh, I Get To – be beautifully broken for his good purpose. And I'm going to share just a a little bit before Joan takes off with this and digs deeper. Um, Outside on my deck that spring afternoon, I was in the fetal position, struggling to breathe through the long, deep, guttural groans and uncontrollable sobbings. My whole soul hurt. Every fiber of my being felt broken after receiving tragic news of a loved one. The shock was something I couldn't process and didn't know how I would uh, if I ever would. Oh God, please help me. I am completely broken. I can't do this. I am empty. I am broken. I have nothing left. My heart was broken. So, Joan, take it from there and, mm-hmm. and share the things that you learned through this experience.
0: hmm Absolutely. So, so, Skip just read the first couple of paragraphs of my um, article that I... It's in the Christian this, Living magazine. Yes, in the yeah, Christian Living magazine. March, April, yeah. The March-April issue, and you can find that online as well. But um, this was a time in our lives when receiving that news, and, and I'll just say to all of you listening... If you are struggling right now or have ever struggled with feeling like your heart was broken, this is for you. So I hope you turn up the volume and take notes. (laughs) I just pray it will be a blessing to you. Um, I think. All, all of us who've lived a certain number of years have experienced devastation of some kind—a um, a loved one passing, or a betrayal, or a you know some kind of shock. And I used to think that the the term "they died from a broken heart" was just a line in a country song or right. simply an yeah. expression to emphasize someone's level of grief when they died. And now I know. People really can die from a broken heart. In fact, there's a medical term for it. I don't know if I'm going to say this right. Takotsubo tacotsu- syndrome, also TTS. That's or it's a st- lot easier, TTS. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or it's also called stress cardiomyopathy so just you know recently i just heard of two women that um have struggled with this um according to harvard the mayo clinic and the american heart association broken heart syndrome is unfortunately on the rise and many of us will not find that as a surprise Mm -hmm. um here's the thing we're all broken we're every one of us are broken and um You know, we have broken dreams, broken promises, broken relationships, broken hearts. And one thing I started being interested in a couple years ago is looking at mosaics and even, you know, working on doing mosaics. Because in a mosaic, you take... All the you take pieces that were otherwise going to be thrown away, mm. and the artist creates something beautiful and unique with those broken pieces. Um, there's also something called kintsugi, which I just learned about, which is a an ancient Japanese art and philosophy. It also illustrates life's journey. So it's actually in the in the translation, kintsugi is um, translated as golden joinery. So they actually repair broken pottery by mending the areas of breakage mm, yeah. with lacquer dusted or mixed with powdered gold, silver, or platinum. So as a philosophy it treats breakage and repair as part of the history of an object rather than something to disguise so in other words instead of trying to hide the brokenness mm-hmm. it really brings it to the forefront and and celebrates it in a sense and um you know skip that is the thing that's so amazing about god is he takes all our broken pieces mm. and he promises in his word that he will make beauty out of ashes right. and it's so in this in this generation in in this society we're in right now where everybody you know they can edit their photos they can you know put on on social media or put out there somewhere only what they want to put Mm -hmm. out there so so we so we try to look as quote quote perfect as possible and the reality is none of us can relate to that so we're looking at somebody and, and there's so many negative side effects to that because the people that i coach as well as myself i can tell if i start feeling insecure or uh, less than, mm-hmm. or wow, I am making these comparisons with someone else mm-hmm. thinking, oh, wow, look at their family. Their kids always look perfect. And <laughs> they're, you know, they're always on these fabulous trips and they're always da da Here's the reality. We do not know what's going on behind closed doors. We don't know what their brokenness right. is. You know, there's, um, you know, a, a dear friend that, Uh, was sharing his struggle with alcoholism. And and then he talked about the generations of his dad, his granddad, his great granddad, Mm. all had issues with alcohol. And people who don't know that, who haven't heard that story, would look at him and never know that, Mm. you know. And so here's the thing. When we share our brokenness, then all of the sudden, There can be community, there can be encouragement, there can be hope given. I believe one of Satan's biggest tools is isolation. If we'll stay isolated from other people and not be vulnerable and not share Mm -hmm. our struggles, then we think we're the only one who is having the struggle or we're the biggest loser on the planet because nobody else has that issue yeah, we think right because the the deceiver the liar the the one who is the enemy of our soul mm-hmm. is absolutely wanting us to just be discouraged and defeated
2: yeah we need others in our lives I mean, absolutely we can't we can't do it on our own absolutely that's, that's for sure you know you mentioned Perfect. And, and obviously, people maybe want to strive to be perfect. I love the story about Vince Lombardi when he first took the job with the Green Bay Packers, and they'd had a really bad year the year before and was kind of in shambles. And Vince came in and shook hands with the owners, thanked them for, for giving him the opportunity to coach the, the team. And he stood in front of the players and he said, Men, I want you to know we're going to pursue perfection with a passion. Knowing we will never catch it, mm-hmm. but along the way we can catch excellence. Yes, and I think that's what we can do. I mean, we don't have to be perfect in any sense, but if we can pursue excellence, catch excellence, why well, that's going to improve everything in our lives, you know, our, our our jobs, our marriage, our families, our you know relationships with others, and but. Mm-hmm. Catching excellence,
0: I think yeah. that was
2: a great, great message.
0: So good, you have yeah. that in your book, don't you? It is, as in the I book, recall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another plug for his book. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. And here is the thing: is you know the Lord in Scripture where it says. Um, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves and all the more as you see the day approaching we need fellowship we need accountability yes. we need to know that we're loved unconditionally uh, and so you know I just want to encourage you if you are not going to church or if you're in a church that is kind of lukewarm or doesn't preach the word find a church that is so grounded in in scripture and that they are committed mm-hmm. to preaching the Word, because now more than ever, we need to know what the Lord says. Yeah. We need to know what God says. It, it, it's our roadmap for how to live a life of excellence yes. and to pursue, pursue. His mm-hmm. purpose and passion mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. If we don't know the Word, we have nothing to fight the enemy with. We yeah. have, no, I mean, that's how how Jesus. Fought against Satan. Yeah. He he simply quoted God's word, right. and so it, it's it's you know sometimes people will you know not realize the importance of it, but you think about how Scripture says the, that life and death is on the tongue. Yep. So what we're saying to ourselves is so critical if we tell ourselves you know we're a loser or we're you know you know we're ugly we're fat we're mm. any any of those negative messages we're actually in disagreement with our creator exactly because What he says about you is you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139 says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You were knit together in your mother's womb. So he created you on purpose for a purpose. And when we look at the world around us and what society puts out there, if we are not so grounded in scripture and truth, We're going to be easily swayed. If we're not anchored, if we literally, if you just picture a boat that's anchored and a storm comes in, the boat is okay and secure because it has a big anchor Mm -hmm. to, to know where it's grounded. and otherwise, it's going to be tossed around with any any lie, any anything absolutely. that Satan will throw at us. We will believe it. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, life is hard. There, there's no question no about Oh, it is absolutely.
0: Hard. I know you
2: talk about some of
0: this in
2: this article too. So let's let's go there. Let's talk about life being hard.
0: You know, I think that. Um, It was after uh, Mother Teresa died that some of her personal writings were published. Mm -hmm. And uh, she died in 1997, and she had requested that her journals and writings and correspondences be destroyed, but some were um, released to the public in a book. And I remember hearing people's criticism of her, And uh, people saying, oh, look, she had such a struggle with her faith, or she felt disconnected with God. And I remember thinking, that's something that made me feel even closer to her, I felt more of a... A connection and a sisterhood towards her right. because i'm like we all if if we thought she didn't struggle with that we would have we we cannot relate to her and so i think that's the other thing about being able to be transparent and vulnerable um so many of my coaching clients and folks that i speak um for uh as a as a speaker that's one of the things people will say i love how transparent you are how vulnerable you are how you're willing to share you know the scars and the bruises and all of that and the battles you've had Mm -hmm. because that's the relatability if people don't feel like they can relate to us we don't we can't we can't communicate and connect with them so it, the the deceiver will make us think that we need to you know present that perfect picture all the time when in reality you know like i always tell people when i go into their homes please don't you know don't don't clean up for me because when i see your dirty dishes in your sink i feel like you're more relatable (laughs) or the laundry on the couch or the bed or whatever Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: so it's the it's that feeling of of relatability and here's the thing the opposite of that is What's called reality TV. I'm yeah. just going to say this in case y'all don't know this reality TV is not reality (laughs) there are editing there is you know there's lighting there's there's uh scripts there's you know all these things but we're we're pummeled with these pictures that promote the impossible of perfectionism and so no wonder when we look at ourselves and others we are critical and condemning Mm -hmm. because we're comparing our real reality with someone else's fantasy if you will it's something that has been staged and promoted and people are making a lot of money on it Mm -hmm. and uh just like advertising advertise the whole point of advertising is to um stir up discontentment in your heart because if you're discontent with how you look how you feel Mm -hmm people in your life, then you're going to buy their product right. because their product is going to change your life and it's going to make your life so much better uh, if you just give them some dollars yeah. for what they're offering. No kidding. So no kidding. it's that... that it, that's why that, that grounding in the word and being connected with other like-minded, God-fearing, Bible-believing people, Jesus-loving people is so important because otherwise, if we're on the path with the rest of the world, we will think we're crazy. And people will tell us we're crazy, you know? Sure. Because it's in contradiction to what the, quote, norm is in society and what society promotes.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, another statement that that you made in this article, Joan, um, by the way, we're speaking with Joan Endicott. And uh, the statement is, life's battlefield can leave us battered, bloodied, bruised, and broken. It's not a real fun place to be, mm-hmm. but there's only one answer. Why don't you mm-hmm. talk about that?
0: Well, the thing is, you know, as humans, hurts and heartaches are inevitable, but our response, what we do with it is optional. Right. And are we just hanging on to it, trying to find our own resolution, or are we throwing it to the foot of the cross? Because the reality is giving all our heartbreak to the only one who can reconnect those heartstrings and rebuild the broken and fill the cracks and crevices to heal us completely is the great physician is our creator. And again, we are all broken. We're all lost. We're all insufficient, inadequate, and incapable of self-repair. We can't do it ourselves. That's why we all need a savior Mm -hmm. and we need We need someone we can surrender all our broken pieces to And as he, as the creator, he can reconstruct or construct something indescribably beautiful that will reflect his face, his character, his hope, his love to every broken heart around us. I love Isaiah 53, 5, that reminds us that Christ's brokenness was what saved us, where it says, but he was wounded and bruised for our sins. He was beaten that we might have peace he was lashed, and we were healed. Here's the thing, my friends. Mm. We it, He did it all on the cross, and all we what we get to do is just after we've received Christ as Savior, just continue thanking Him for what He did on the cross. And a friend of mine who actually, this story is my first chapter in my book is about Lori and an accident she all was right. in. Um, But one thing she would always say, because Lori came out of uh, drugs and prostitution because her stepdad had abused she and her siblings to the point that her sister had two babies by way of the stepdad by the time she was 14. So it was horrific abuse in the home. Mm. And so she got into drugs and prostitution and then, when she became a Christian, she would always say when she would be talking about how wonderful God is and His forgiveness and His love, and she would always just say, "That's why I serve Him. Mm-hmm. That's why I love Him. We all need a Savior. We cannot save ourselves. And um, yeah, it's just it, it's it's so humbling." And we are eternally grateful when we see our brokenness, our insufficiency, and we're able to say, "And that's why I need a savior. Yeah. That's why we all need a savior right. because we aren't, we aren't enough. We can't be enough. Right. Uh, that bridge between us and God needed to be." Uh, we needed a bridge, and Jesus Christ mm. came and became that bridge for us, yeah. and laid down His life. Yeah,
2: yeah. And it's not a weakness, and it's it's not a crutch, so to speak. It's it's real, real stuff, real life stuff. Oh, and and just yeah. I know you mentioned in here too that it's like a, a bone is broken and healed properly and taken care of. Well, that's the same thing that God does for us.
0: Absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. And you know, the other thing um that I share in this article that was a real um it, it, I wasn't happy to to feel his voice in my spirit tell me what he told me, but I later understood it more. So, if you if you've ever been in a position where you feel like the Lord is encouraging you or telling you something or even convicting you, he does that because he loves us. Right. He does that for our provision and protection. It's just like if any of us had children or grandchildren that were heading out toward the road, we would go stop them. because, And they might not like that because they're independent and they're like, I want to go out that way. And we're like, um, no, because I love you enough. So even though they don't understand it at the time that is rooted in love that is because they he we want to provide and protect them and and that's the same with god but i remember uh just weeping in the fetal position out on our deck after um having this news of this tragic tragic news and um and I was just I was exhausted from crying, you know, when you when you get to that point where you have no more tears, but you're just so spent. And I literally felt exhausted in every way, spiritually questioning God physically, mentally, and emotionally. And it was truly uncontrolled and painful wailings and sobbings. And I kept saying to the Lord, I'm so empty, I'm so broken, I have nothing left." And in my spirit, I felt like the Lord said to me, now I can really use you. Mm-hmm. And I thought, really, Lord? Really? It's It takes something this devastating? Was I not doing enough before? Why, why would now, you know, you, it need to take something like this for me to be able to be used? Yep. And I guess what I what I understood later is the more we are broken before him, the more people can see him through us. Um, and there and because we're not depending on ourselves as much, when we know, when we are so clear that our next breath is only there because God desires it, right. and all the days were ordained for us before one of them came to be, which it says in Psalm 139, um, when we know that, he is our only hope, he is our reason for living, then we're not, we don't lack clarity yeah. and we're able to go boldly out and share what he's given us to share instead wow. of worrying about what other people think. Yeah. And, uh but transparently, when I first felt that him telling me that in my spirit, I was frustrated. I was like, no, I don't I don't think that's fair to have this kind of pain to to need this to go through something like this to be fully used of you. Mm-hmm. But when I look back and, and, and just to encourage all of you, when you look back, the times you have been either in the fetal position or on your knees or just surrendering and seeking God with everything in you mm. was it when things were going great or was it when things were tough yeah. when it, when it was like i am at the end of my rope mm. i have nothing left i have nothing left to give i don't even know i'm going to get my you know i don't even know how i'm going to function mm. and it's it's in those times that we we are at the end of ourselves yep. When we go, I need the Lord. Every day, in every way, yeah. I cannot do this, yeah. nor do I want to. I don't want to do this by myself. I've tried it before, and it's no <laughs> it fun. Work. It is not good. Yeah. Well, it is Joan, not we good. We got about a minute left. Oh wow! But I want you. I want <laughs> Time you flies. To, yeah,
2: I want you to read the last sentence in this article. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, we'll leave this uh, to the listeners, uh, and we'll be back next week to to continue on. But uh, yeah. please read that last sentence.
0: When surrendered to Him, all the pain of your past will become something beautiful because in the Master's hands, it becomes a beautiful masterpiece. Wow.
2: And that's a good, good message to, to close on. And once again, Joan, our time goes so fast. Really, <laughs> it does. We so much appreciate you coming in and sharing with us. And like I say, we'll be back again next week to continue on. Uh, but thank you so much. Oh, for being it's a guest such a pleasure.
1: I'm just honored. Thank you so uh, much, Skip. You thank you. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors: Christian Brothers Automotive, Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino. Oh yes, we did. Diamond Heating and Cooling, Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. The Building Hope Project, a hand up, not a handout. And zero is carpet cleaning.
0: Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life
1: with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the game
0: plan for Life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.